The content of this podcast should not be considered financial or investment advice. All interviews and discussions are opinions only, and the podcast has been created without taking into consideration the listener's financial objectives, financial situation, or needs. Listeners should obtain independent advice before making any financial decisions. The Explorers podcast is sponsored by RM Capital, a provider of specialist, small to mid-cap corporate advisory and boutique wealth management services. Hi, this is Barry Fitzgerald, Garen Perro columns for Stockhead. Welcome to another edition of the Explorers podcast. We've got an interesting one today, Kanios Minerals. It's a WA gold explorer and also has exposure to lithium brine space in Nevada. It trades under the code CAD or Charlie Alpha Delta. It last traded at 1.2 cents a share for a market cap of a little more than 50 million. It's uh, if investors are after exposure to high potential exploration programs, Kanios fits the bill. It just kicked off a maiden drilling program at its Roberts Hill project in WA's Molina Basin, where aeromagnetic work defined both structural and intrusive features below sand cover. Now, it has to be said that Roberts Hill is adjacent to DeGray's intrusion-related hemi-gold discovery, which has turned DeGray into a $1.5 billion company. A recent maiden resource for Hemi put the find at a growing 6.8 million ounces of gold, with DeGray also having a couple of million ounces of gold in structural settings. From that, it can be taken that there's a lot of interest in Kanios's drilling program at Roberts Hill. We have Robert Mosley, Managing Director, with us today to fill us in on Robert's, the Roberts Hill's program and the company's other WA projects, and perhaps an update on the company's thinking around the future of the lithium project in Nevada, because as we all know, the lithium Boom is back. So, good day, Robert. Welcome to the podcast, and thanks for your time today. Hi, Barry. Nice to talk again. Great. Now, Rob, uh, we've known each other for years, but uh, and you're well known in the industry. But for those who aren't aware, could you give us a snapshot of your professional background? Okay. Um, well, briefly, um, I'm I'm a geologist. Uh, cut my teeth on diamonds in the uh, Kimberley region of WA. And I guess uh, for my sins, um, I've got one of the Guernseys for finding uh, the first diamonds up there at Taropas Creek that later um, heralded the Argyle diamond discovery. Mm-hmm. So after after diamonds, I guess, um, uh, finding something new and climbing up the, geolo- the geologist ladder, senior geologist exploration manager, I was inspired, I guess, to... Um, uh, start my own company looking for the Holy Grail Platinum. And in 1984, I, um, I started uh, Helix Resources. And um, when I kept going for that, for looking for Platinum, which was semi-successful, um, worked, worked on to um, start another company, Platina Resources, looking in Greenland in Australia for Platinum. And um, more recently, um, after um, leaving uh, Platina, I, um, I was asked to focus on a small company, Canius Minerals, and their fascinating Pilbara Gold and Lithium portfolio in the USA, and uh, I'm currently the CEO. There you go. No interesting background. We all remember the Helix days. A lot of fun. <laughs> Yeah. Now, Roberts Hill, you've kicked off a air core drilling program, uh, 20,000 metres. 
Run us through the project and the work that led up to the identification of targets uh, worthy of being tested by the drill bit. Right. It was, it's been a very interesting um, iteration, I guess. I, I think um, uh, the, the top marks to degray for um, persevering with, the, with their Melina base and uh, exploration over many, many years. Mm. Um, we, we, having got tenements adjacent to the Melina Basin, and probably the only reason why um, uh, they're not as exciting initially to explore as such as de Grey, is that uh, they're covered in heaps and heaps of overburden and not immediately identifiable um, for their gold composition. So um, Kane has spent a lot of time uh, with myself helping to um, develop a, a geophysical and geological model um, that extended from some of the known stratigraphy uh, where de Grey uh, exist uh, to where we are. And there were some very interesting um, um, comparisons that um, we've been able to define from era magnetics. So we um, very recently um, elected to do an exploratory method as the first stage, which is air core drilling. And um, that's where we are right now, doing um, holes with a, a, a truck-mounted air core rig, very mobile, and um, traversing quite a bit of distance and looking at a lot of structural and um, intrusive, new intrusive, possibly mantle-related uh, intrusives. Right. Okay. Again, for <clears throat> those who might not uh, appreciate the difference in... Um the drilling, uh, types of drilling that's undertaken, air core, uh, reconnaissance in nature. Tell us about how that advances prospects up the exploration curve, as it were. Well, look, I guess it's supposed air core is a, a very cheap method, 17 to $18 per metre method of, of drilling um, uh, below sand cover and into the first 110, 120 metres of, um, of, uh, of material. And um, ideally, that's what it's supposed to do. Regrettably, what one finds is that some of the rocks are quite hard and um, there are, some of the rocks are quite soft and um, you get um, abandonment of holes due to hole blowout and things like that. But overall, it's a cheap reconnaissance method and gives you an insight into what's potentially below there. Mm. Now, I mentioned you have uh, started the program uh, earlier this month yeah. and there were some interesting uh, pictures of drill cuttings uh, included in one of the company's uh, updates yeah. and it uh, was quite noticeable the presence of sulphides. Uh, you'd probably expect that where you are, but does it tell us anything particular at this stage? It, it puts us in elephant country, Barry. I, I, I must say I'm in impressed that um, we we found chips from air core uh, so shallow and um, uh, at least in a, uh, three holes that uh, we've announced of course we're drilling quite a lot more now and I'm going to be going up there tomorrow um, to do my work on the rig um, but um, 
the 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 occurrence of sulfides it's not unexpected but uh, wow um there's there's at least two generations pyrite pyrotite and who knows there may even be um additional um uh, sulfides present as well so um yeah i think it's a uh, a great um a great uh, tick if you like that our uh, Aeromagnetic work, interpretation, modelling, and geological modelling have put us in the right locations to start with. Mm, okay. Um, assay results likely when you think? Oh wow! As you know, um, you know everybody complains that the laboratories are so slow. That they've got to be slow to do a, a very important and meticulous job. Um, so I think um, we're looking at around about 10 weeks, 10 to 12 weeks. And I, I just can't, I don't really feel that we should be hurrying laboratories or complaining. Mm. Um, it's really a case that uh, slowly, slowly. So that takes us through to around October sometime. It does, so sometime in October. It's, it's amusing when you uh, go out to some of the laboratories, the analytical laboratories, you actually see their car parks inundated with, uh, with samples because uh, there's so many companies now that are screaming to get their material analysed quickly and uh, there's so many companies doing drilling. I suppose it's one of those great things. The, I think there uh, were figures out the other day that there's... Year to date, there's been more than $2 billion raised for minerals exploration. Yeah. So Exciting. hopefully there's some big discoveries locked away in that uh, those sort of figures. <clears throat> now, you've had plenty of excitement as a geologist over the years. Um, we mentioned Helix earlier. I was just wondering, in, uh, personally, how excited are you about this one? Wow. Um, I, I, I guess um, how I'd put it is in the Helix days, we... We found a, a, a the Gawler crate on um, Tunkilia, and uh, if if we'd persisted, I guess we'd have the million ounces or so that <laughs> our uh, competitors now have over that region. This one's just as exciting. It's this where we've got real potential to develop a gold resource uh, for Canius, and I guess it's really how much we've got. That's that's my feeling. I'm very, very excited indeed about this one. And it's nice to come out of the woodwork after all these years with a bit of enthusiasm rather than um, pessimism. <laughs> now, I think uh, Roberts Hill covers about 170 square kilometres, so I'm just wondering your era of mag work and the uh, other reconnaissance work that you've been able to do, do you have numerous targets or are we talking about a couple of big ones? What's the, what's the story there? We have about six targets um, and whilst there's 170 square kilometres at Roberts Hill, um, contiguous with that and, and continuing across uh, in an east-west fashion across the Malina Basin, we've got Mount Berghaus, which is soon to be granted. And that's, um, well, that's uh, who knows what's there because I haven't really done the model. But um, there's, at Roberts Hill, we're focusing on six, six targets that um, are definitely going to be warranting, even at this early stage, mm. um, a deeper drilling program. Yep. And as the crow flies, how far are we talking from Hemi itself? Wow. <laughs> sometimes, sometimes it's nice to drive down some of the tracks and um, look at what, uh, what can happen if, with persistence. And I guess Hemi would be about uh, oh, 8 k's, 7, 
k's from from where we are. Um, the boundary, the the grey boundary um, from the the grey boundary, I would think it would be probably five, four or five k visible. Right. Mm. Do they have a mineralisation near the the boundary? There is some. There is some called shaggy, and um, it's in what they call the zone where further hemis are to be found. Obviously, we're not in there where hemis do be found because it's our ground. But uh, right up to our border yeah. uh, is where they believe more. So it's can be found. part of what they're calling greater hemi area. Yes, the greater yeah. hemi area. That's right. Okay. And Mount Berghaus, um, how far away from that is uh, is it from Hemi? It's contiguous. It's probably about uh, 12 kilometres. It's up near where um, uh, De Grey have their own Mount Berghaus gold resource, um, which is part of that uh, greater Hemi um, uh, resource that they talk about um, right through. Uh, so it's yeah about uh, nine k's I guess from Hemi and uh, with some deliciously exciting uh, features from Aeromag that um, really are crying out for the first drill drill program to be done. I might mm-hmm. add the the exciting part about um, about both um, Roberts Hill and Berghaus uh, Barry is that neither of them have been drilled at all ever. Mm. None of these targets. This is the very first time they've been drilled. Right. Okay. And I think it might um, help, uh, given your, your your background, to explain to people. Obviously, uh, Hemi has been a very successful and exciting discovery. But what is it about the intrusion related nature of the mineralisation that has has got um, people like yourself or the industry very excited? Wow, yeah, it's a very interesting question because um, the persistence of uh, De Grey, and it was only, I guess, in, even in fairness to De Grey, it was only in about 2018, 2017, that they realised that these very high uh, titanium diorites um, uh, existed. Obviously, um, tapped from the mantle below. In other words, um, a new style of mineralisation, very deep-seated, and it was carrying gold. And um, that's probably what excites me the most about this area is that uh, the potential to find a new uh, style of gold mineralisation from very deep-seated um, levels you know, that have, uh, have created near-surface uh, gold resources um, a little bit like uh, I've always been fond of the mantle because that's where diamonds and platinum come from mm-hmm. and uh, this is gold from mantle derived uh, right. mm-hmm. okay. stepping uh, back a bit Yule which is about 50 k's northwest of Mount Berghaus and Pardew uh, further up north yet again what's happening there Right, Yule, Yule's an interesting one. It's uh, uh, slightly different. It's in a slightly different uh, shear zone um, environment. Um, it's one where we've done some aeromagnetics, but I've put it on the back burner because uh, drilling will be deeper. It will probably not be air core. It will require percussion drilling, and it will be requiring to drill targets within the shear. So um, given the priority of the um, the interest in the, the geophysics we've found from Roberts Hill and Berghaus, um, 
you will be left on the back burner at least until the until next year to be done. But nevertheless, a great opportunity. But I uh, feel stronger that we can develop something up quicker at uh, Roberts Hill. Mm-hmm. And um, Padu, I guess, is in in real iron ore country up uh, up near uh, Goldsworthy, Mount Goldsworthy, old Mount Goldsworthy. Um, interesting part. Uh, often um, there's a lot of jasper lights up there, um, and recent times people have uh, found gold um, associated with um, breaks or shears within these jasper lights in the old iron ore country. So again, um, we're doing. Um, you'll you'll probably laugh, but what we did at um, at, at Gawler in the Gawler Craton initially was do a calcrete sampling program. You know, to carry you to it's a soil type sampling program. We're going to be doing one of those. We're in the process of doing that right now at uh, Pardue. So that's uh, that'll be an interesting one to see what the results come out as too. And how are you off for to finance the twenty one drilling program? Uh, Treasury. Treasury's around about $2.5 million, which um, is excellent for Roberts Hill and uh, for um, all the drilling we'll need to do at, uh, in, the, in the short term at Roberts Hill. Um, but obviously, um, you know, as we develop, um, we're going to be needing more funds, I'm sure, to do the, the requisite diamond drilling that will be required. Mm. And obviously, uh, good results uh, which should make the financing task all the more easier. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I just want to check. You didn't name Robert Hill after yourself, did you? <laughs> no, no, no. I would wouldn't be as vain as to do something like that. No, that's a it's a topographical feature. Now, <laughs> <laughs> okay. um, I mentioned lithium at the start, and uh, as as we all know, lithium sector's fired up again. The company, uh, I think, that probably predates. Uh, your entry into the company, but Nevada, this uh, lithium brine interest, a uh, bit of interest in that because of the, the lithium boom is back and I think Albemarle is in that part of the, the world as well. So what's the story there? Yeah, look, I, the, the lithium's quite a, an intriguing one. I, I um, it, it is well before my time and uh, to be quite honest, I haven't focused a lot on it except to note that lithium is a, a very important commodity now in the uh, in the battery sector, as we all know. Um, but um, uh, the ground is solid. It's got uh, issues that require resolving with water um, to help with um, uh, our further development. But uh, some of the um, some of the results are quite interesting. I would like uh, to focus the company on gold because I believe this is uh, where we have an immediate response. So I'm looking to somehow share. The, um, the the lithium uh, project uh, in some manner that we can get some uh, retain some value. So again, watch this space, but um, it's not going to be the focus that I'd like to have painless just um, no. you. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Okay. All right, Rob. The let's bring it all uh, together now and uh, give investors a feel for what they should be looking out for uh, as uh, the rest of twenty one unfolds. Right. Well, look, I, I think um, watch the space. Uh, I think we assays aside, I think um, there's no doubt um, I can see us 
continue to do much deeper drilling. Uh, I guess when one bottoms in sulphide at shallow depths, um, it's a, probably a very good reason to um, technically to find out how much sulphide continues below the levels we've got and um, also what the good composition and the variability as we get the full picture. So um, despite assays, I think we're I think investors will see us um, drilling very uh, a lot of holes and doing a lot of work out at Roberts Hill as we await. Right. So there we go, folks. Uh, from the guy who uh, kicked off the initial, uh, well, was involved in the initial diamond rush up in the Kimberley and then the Gawler Creighton rush and uh, Helix Platinum is telling us to uh, keep an eye on this one. So with that, Rob, thanks for your time today and all the best to the company and we'll uh, be watching with interest. Thanks, Barry. This episode of the Explorers podcast was sponsored by RM Corporate Finance, an active participant in emerging companies around the globe. To hear more about them or become a client, contact them on plus six one eight six three eight zero nine two double zero.